everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the voicemail for this whole podcast. Uh, this is Justin. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, I know it's been a couple of days since I pushed out an episode. Honestly, my goal was to push out like one every day. And that was the plan. But over the past couple of days, things just got kind of nutty with my schedule because I was going in and out in terms of working at the hospital and then working my army job. And then just I usually record in the evenings. But since I would be coming back so late and I was just like pretty tired, uh, I just, yeah. And I did actually record this episode a couple days ago, but I was trying to do this thing where I was going to film it first and then try to flip the the video into an audio file so I could upload it on YouTube and do it on Anchor. Oh my God, my brain. Because, you know, this boy is trying to expand his his audience, you know. But that was not working, so I'm going to have to try that again later. But it was literally an hour long. And it was an hour episode, and then YouTube decided to, like, take the, the whole hour to actually uh, get it into the system, but then I'll, like, upload failed because the file was too big and all this crap. So that was kind of annoying because, yeah, I had done the entire episode and I had to restart, but, you know, that's life, right? Sometimes things don't work out the first time. But I think it was kind of good because it was kind of a test run for just the topic that I want to talk about, and I realized that I wanted to make it a little bit shorter. I think my goal overall, <clears throat> excuse me, I think my goal overall is to make these episodes more like around the 30 minute mark. Um, of course, given some of them will be a little bit longer depending on the topic, but I think the overall average wise, I want the the duration to be about that 30 minute mark. I think it makes the most sense in terms of to be able to fit into like your commute or just like a short walk or whatever, you know, if you're cleaning your room or whatever is or whatever you're doing while you're listening to these podcasts. Um <clears throat> Excuse me, my goodness. But yeah, so this one is going to be my professional journey thus far, a table of contents. What I'd done the first time around is I actually went through uh, in decent detail about like everything that has happened since I graduated in college, but that's why I ended up being an hour. But what I decided to do is instead just be a bit more concise and have a more overview aspect. So, you know, uh, my goodness, my words. Sorry, I just woke up from a nap and I'm really groggy. Um, hence, sorry, that's the word I was looking for. Hence, the table of contents aspect. So I will kind of more so glance over some of the things and then provide a little bit of details. And yeah, maybe provide it in a way so it's more so like if you guys want to hear more about a certain aspect of it, then just let me know, I would say in the comments below, but I don't have comments below, unfortunately. But Either like that where I'll open it up where people can kind of choose because there's a lot of different aspects of my professional journey so far that I've been through. <clears throat> or I'll just, you know, in the, in the future as I make more and more episodes, I can kind of go into uh, deeper detail for each of those sections or each of those moments because there's a lot of stories and just reflections in and of themselves for those individual moments. And so on that note, we'll get started. So I graduated college about three years ago now. Uh, it was the spring of 2018. And the first thing off the bat for after nursing school is you have to take a licensure exam and it's called the NCLEX, N-C-L-E-X. That is our license exam. So you have to take and pass that for your state, the state that you're going to plan on working in before you can actually practice. So that summer, basically, I had finished school, was studying for my exam. And then I also had my brother's wedding. And then I also 
was supposed to go to Thailand for a missions trip. And there was a lot of stuff happening. Basically, that summer, I did not pass my NCLEX the first time, unfortunately. And then went to my brother's wedding, went to the missions trip, came back, had to study for it. And you also have to wait a certain period of time before you take it again. So I ended up taking it again in September. I passed. But at that point, it was kind of, I'm like late to the ball game, you know, because uh, people had already, you know, done interviews and gotten their jobs all lined up in the summertime. And I'm basically coming into the game early fall. So that portion, that kind of pre, pre-professional phase, that whole like NCLEX and applying to jobs and things like that was a pain in the butt. I guess that can be one section. And the next section was uh, once I passed, I ended up moving back home to Philadelphia because I initially had a job lined up at John Hopkins in Baltimore. But because I'd failed my NCLEX the first time, they basically handed off the job to someone else, which kind of sucked. But, you know, what happens? What happens, happens. It happens for a reason. So I was back at home and my neighbor basically figured out that I was looking for a job and I was a nurse. So she referred me to this skilled nursing facility that was really close to where my parents lived ended up going there. It was a very, very, very rude awakening. Um, in nursing school, they kind of just glorify and harp on a lot about what the inpatient and the hospital life is like and how, I don't know, like that's, I feel like in my opinion, that's just what they solely focus on, but then they don't really give you too much exposure to life outside of the hospital. So going to a SNF, you sniff as in skilled nursing facility, SNF to sniff for short. But it's kind of like a step down in terms of, you the population is more like lower acuity or like lower severity of illness and a mixture of like lower acuity med surge but also like long-term care and so it's not exactly i don't know people just call like a nursing home but it's not exactly a nursing home it's like a hybrid nursing home slash rehab facility but that was rough super super rough trying to keep this brief in terms of why it was rough number one was like staffing was really difficult the environment and the population was really difficult the workload was very difficult it was kind of absurd compared to what it is in the hospital and there was a lot of management and leadership issues but yeah it was a struggle i was very unprepared and it was a very rude awakening i still look back and like I, i did learn from that but those were some miserable couple of months. But once again, I'll try to deep dive into that on a future episode, but was there from fall of 2018 until basically the summer of 2019. During that time in February of 2019, I had to go down to Texas to go to a training called Bullock. Um, it's basic officer leader leader course. Yikes. But I think that's what it stands for. Um, so I, I did ROTC in college, which is the reserve officer training program. And that's where you're basically, as you're getting your bachelor's degree, you're also learning to become a military officer. And so when I graduated school, I became an officer and I got my bachelor's degree. So for me, I was in the National Guard. So I'm like part-time army, basically. And I um, was went to Maryland uh, to, to fill a position there. But one of the requirements once you graduate uh, is that you have to go to uh, Bullock, which is kind of like an officer orientation training camp slash uh, course. So it's like a month. It's a month long. Technically, it was 10 weeks. But for us, since we're in the reserves, the active duty guys have to do the full 10 weeks. But for us, we do the six weeks um, online and then we do the four week field portion with the full time guys. 
So I did that all of the month of February, which was a good break from working at the Sniff. And but the great thing there was I actually met someone at the at that training who was a nurse and then worked in the DMV area. And she, I told her my story, and she's like, "Dude, you gotta come check out my hospital." Um, just when, when we're done here, like come visit me. I was like, great. Bullock was pretty fun. Not, it, uh, I don't know if fun's the right word, but it was definitely, it was a bit more of a cakewalk compared to the other trainings and stuff I'd had to do. I can talk about that as well on another podcast, but it was ultimately a good break. Met a lot of good people. Um, and yeah, it was also just the way I got connected to my, my next nursing job at least, but Came back when I was finished, and then in March, I went to go visit her. She showed me around to the area and her hospital, and I really, really, really liked it. So I ended up um, interviewing at her hospital and at her unit. Uh, She was working on a a hematology-oncology unit. Hematology is like blood disorders, and blood disorders and diseases, and oncology is, is cancer, basically, and this is with kids. So... It was very a very unique population, and some would argue like, oh, like it's such a sad population to work with. But to me, I think it was very, very special. And I just, the bond, it's a very unique kind of bond that you make with them and their family compared to some other of the pop, like pediatric populations that are there. But I kind of fell in love. And so I was like, I'm down. I interviewed, got the job. And then I took a little break from the sniff because I took, what was it, like a two-month trip? It was a minute. It was like a month and a half or two months. But I went to China actually to visit my brother, the one who got married because he was living and working there. So I stayed with him. I visited him in China, stayed there. But I also went to Korea for the first time, a.k.a. the motherland. Um, And so it was that was a really fun trip where I got to, you know, first time going to China, first time going to Korea. And it was a great break and also a great experience just being able to explore and kind of see that cultural history for myself. Um, that could also be a topic for another podcast. But I came back basically at the near the end of the summer and was tr- preparing to transition, uh, moved down to the DMV area in August and actually ended up rooming with one of my old friends who was also an ROTC at the time. He's a couple years older, but he was a nurse as well. So we ended up rooming together and then I started my job at the hospital down in the DMV. So DMV as in DC, Maryland, Virginia. I just like to explain these acronyms sometimes because I know not everyone will know or understand it. But I uh, moved down there and this is like another section where I was basically, long story short, I was in that unit for about four months until I lost that job. Um, oof, yeah, this could be a very long tangent if I just wanted to that. But basically, uh, to summarize it, I love the patient population and... I loved the kids and the families that I worked with, but had a lot of issues with um, my preceptor uh, and just the, the the unit, the staff dynamic and like the staff drama and just maybe the leadership, not so much, but I think that plays into why the staff, like the unit and staff atmosphere is the way that it is. So a lot of those things kind of played into not being able to fit in well, unfortunately. And obviously it's like my performance too, but I think eventually because of the conditions of how I was working and just the circumstance at the time, I think mentally and emotionally, I deteriorated a lot during my four months there. And obviously that affected my performance. And it's it's a two-way street. I think I was 
there was things that impacted me and kind of brought me to that level. But I also think, you know, I had to take responsibility for like my own failures and things like that. So ultimately, I uh, was let go of that unit after those four months. It's really scary because I lost my job. You know, I just moved to a new place and I'm also kind of financially responsible for my, I want to say responsible, but I like financially support my parents and my siblings to a, a decent degree. So I was like very worried in terms of how am I going to support myself and my family. So I ended up working at a restaurant for a month so that I lost my job that week, the week of Thanksgiving, actually went back home for a little bit um, just for a week to spend time with them and try to recoup, came back, worked at a restaurant full time PF Chang's actually. And funny, funny fact, I was actually the only Asian person working at PF Chang. So if you haven't been to PF Chang's before, it's a Asian fusion restaurant. But I was literally the only Asian person that worked there. Everyone else was either uh, black or Hispanic. And so, I mean, I loved working with all that or in a couple of like white people. But I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I worked at a restaurant for a month. And during that month, I was doing that full time. But I was also applying to other jobs within the same hospital because I realized that I really enjoy working with the pediatric population. And so uh, by God's grace, I would definitely say I'd applied to a bunch of different places, anything that was available. But the only place that reached out to me was uh, inpatient psychiatry. So, you know, the mental health, mental health unit, basically for kids. So this happened near the end of December, like the week of New Year's. I got that job and started that job. I was at the restaurant for a little bit longer. And once again, I could do another episode just on the restaurant portion. Know some interesting times. Um but transitioned into that unit, eventually dropped the the restaurant job so I could focus on the hospital full time. And meanwhile, while I'm doing all this, I'm still doing my part time army obligation, which I can explain that in another episode as well. But was this was January of 2020. So January, February, I oriented on that new unit. And then I finished uh, by the end of February. And of course, this is also when COVID was about to come into full swing in the States, at least. And in March was when, you know, things really went down. And then I actually got activated full time for my army stuff because of COVID. And so literally just as I was officially getting settled into my new nursing job, I got called up for the army. And then I was on, I was, uh, I don't say away on duty, but I was activated for five months. So basically half a year I was away from the unit. I came back like ever so slightly, like maybe enough times to count on my hands over those five months, like pick up like some small shifts. Um, But yeah, it was was a basically half year endeavor. And I, oh, that was just very interesting in terms of we were partnered with the Maryland Department of Health and going all over the state, helping with like um, prepping facilities and trying to help them adjust to uh, mitigate, you know, COVID risks and also delivering test kits and things like that. But eventually, oh, it felt like an eternity because it would extend it month by month. And so just, you know, like month after month after month, like, oh, like we need more, like we need more, we need more. But eventually that ended in the end of July. And then after that, I will tell you in just a second after we talk about my sponsor real quick. Alrighty, so I was on orders for five, five months. And at the end of my orders, I was going to go visit my, I visited my brother who was in Nebraska at the time. 
So this is the brother that got married uh, after I graduated. And then he was initially working in China at an international school. That's where he met his wife. And so they got married and then they went back to China. And then my I was actually supposed to go visit them in January 2020 because when COVID happened, I had to cancel my ticket. And so they actually ended up evacuating China because their school like gave them that option. And so they come back to America. They're staying with my parents uh, in the Philly area for a couple of months. But they were basically waiting for an opportunity or window of time to go back to China if things were going to die down. But clearly that didn't happen. And so they were in Philly for a couple months and then they went to go see their in-laws, a.k.a. my my sister-in-law's parents, and they were in Nebraska. So they were in Nebraska at the time. And so when I was done my orders, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a little like short vacay before I go back in the hospital and just go visit my brother. I was there for two weeks. And basically while I was there, I figured out that he was uh, considering on staying in, in the States to, to work because he had gone to school in Virginia, got his degree there and his license there. So he was like, Hey, like, you know, he was considering it and a job ended up coming up for him. And so after my little vacation, I actually came down with him, but my sister-in-law, and my my sister-in-law, and my nephew ended up staying up there so that we could go down first and kind of establish housing for them. And so he came down with me. He was living with me for basically like a month while we were looking for housing for him and his family. But long story short, after kind of weeks and weeks of trying to find a place, it was tough to find, especially in the in the Northern Virginia area. It's just you know the the housing market is pretty expensive, so. Eventually, he was like, hey, man, like, you know, that's just what do you think about just like living together? Because, you know, like, financially, it would it would help us out. And then, you know, like, we could just live together, like help each other out, like stick around. And I was like, you know what? Bet like, you know, family, do it for the family, do it for the do it for the blood. You know, uh, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but yeah, like do it for the fam. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm down. So I had to move out. Um, and granted, within that within the time that I moved down to the DMV, I started in Maryland and I moved to, to Nova. And then I moved again to Nova because of my brother. And so not that there's nothing wrong with that, but literally within a year, I moved like three times, which was kind of crazy, but you know, life happens and especially Rona. So we ended up moving together fall of 2020. And then at the time, like right before the school year started, I actually had applied and interviewed for a job, uh, in one of the Nova, um, public, public education system. It was basically to to teach as a nurse, but in like a vocational program. Um, they were doing that for like the high schools in the area. Um, I don't know if you like if you know what I'm talking about, but it's like offering those kind of courses for to to provide like those vocational um, like certs certifications for kids, you know, high school kids. And I really wanted to try something different just because I do really enjoy teaching as well. I had teaching experience when I was in college in terms of over the summer, I was like a summer school teacher for ESL one year and then first grade on another year. Uh, I've done a lot of like volunteering and like VBS and, and crap like that. So I, you know, that's why in general, like I stuck with the pediatric population as a whole, because I've worked with kids my whole life. I love interacting with kids and yeah. Um, so that was actually pretty cool in terms of I almost got the job, but they ended up picking someone with a bit more uh, experience. They had teaching experience and they, you know, had nursing experience. And so they kind of outwon me, but they're like, oh, you know, like you were a really good candidate, but we just had to go with someone that, you know, had more experience. So I was like, fair. So I went back to the hospital. 
But lo and behold, uh, in November, they actually gave me a call and said, hey, so you were, you know, you were on missions in the summer, in the spring and summer, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, we kind of could use someone like you in this, you know, this case management job, this COVID case management job. I was like, that so i just copped on board because at that point i've been back in the hospital for a couple of months but i was getting pretty burnt out because the rest of the summer like august september october it was brutal like just the type of kids that we were getting and just felt really burnt out and kind of just needed a change of scenery i think that's just like my personality i can't be in one place for too long but i ended up doing that full time but I made, I don't want to say like a promise, but I told my managers, I was like, hey, I know like last time when I left, I was gone for half a year and you guys, you know, they're just hurting for staff because they're short staffed. And of course, during COVID, like it was tough. But I told them, I was like, hey, just give me like a month to get settled into the new job and then I'll come back and I'll, I'll still pick up shifts. And so basically, I'd be working this army job full time. And then on my days off, I'd be going into the hospital at least once a week. Uh, and I've been doing that until now. So it's been a handful um, juggling two jobs. And that's just kind of like what I mentioned earlier uh, at the beginning of the podcast where um, there's just like two days I have to go into the office all the way up like past Baltimore. So it's like an hour, almost an hour and a half trip, like one way. And then I get to work home on the other days. But then on my off days, I'm going to the hospital. And then on the weekends, I'm supporting um, some like church stuff for for youth group and just getting more responsibility in that. Uh, so it's been a lot. Um, and also just trying to help out like with my nephew or just helping around the house and things like that. Um, so that's kind of been my professional journey thus far. I've been through one, two, three, three civilian job or technically four civilian jobs. I'm on my fourth job because it was the sniff and then it was Hemonk and then it was the restaurant and then now Pete's Psych. And Pete's Psych is the one I've been sticking at. Um, but then I've been doing, you know, my National Guard part-time obligation. But then I've been through two activations now and I'm on my second still. So it's just within a span of three years, I've been through such like a weird roller coaster ride of, or not even roller coaster. It's like the, what's that game? Um, what's that like Pong game? Or the one that used to play on the computer back in the day or like where it's you know on the on the bottom this is such a tangent on the bottom right side it's like a it's like a big rectangular box and on the bottom right you start off with a metal ball and then you you, you know you like shoot the ball and it goes all the way up and it drops down the middle and hits a bunch of those things and you have those flappers at the very bottom middle and you have to like keep it up as high as, as much as you can and you know it bink bonks and goes all over the stuff and you get points and oh there's a name for this but i completely forget if you understand what i'm talking about please 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 let me know because uh, I completely forget, but I really want to know now. But it's kind of like that, just like being bumped from one thing to another and just no stability at all. And it's been such a crazy experience. But also at the same time, like even though I'd lost my job or had a lot of change, like I've still had a lot of, I was able to regain financial security. And I'm really grateful for that because once again, like I do have some obligations to support, you know, a variety of family members. But, you know, I am grateful I didn't lose my job. I wasn't unemployed for a prolonged period of time um and i've also met a lot of interesting people and i've just had a lot of very unique experiences and so for the general kind of person coming out of college at this point they you know have had two to three years consistently in one place and kind of built that depth for me i just had a lot of width i had a lot of variety but not too much depth and so it's been very disorientating honestly 
but I've had some conversation with friends and they're like, oh man, I kind of wish I had was in your shoes where I had that variety. But that was like, I just wish I had that consistency and depth. But you know, grass is always green on the other side, right? But yeah, um, this is kind of the table of contents in terms of those different areas I've been in and for how long. Uh, in the future, I hope I can take other individual episodes to go into more specifics about each maybe sections. Um, I don't know if I'll just do it automatically or maybe I'll just wait to see if like what kind of feedback I get. I wish there was just like a better feedback system. Like if it was YouTube, obviously I could like read the comments, but for Anchor, it's like those voice messages. I don't really think anyone feels like doing that, which I can't blame you, but, um, yeah, I hope, I don't know, like, I guess what's like, what's the purpose of this? I think in terms of, for me, it's always to reflect and remember like where I'm coming from and how crazy things have been. But at the same time, I can't. I can't fail to recognize like how how much grace I've been shown and how like crazy things have been, but how there's been a lot of just um, just blessings too. And so in that sense, I'm like I am grateful because despite the suffering and the craziness, like God has always provided in one way or another. And also just to show or hopefully just share it to others, like I don't know. I think it's easy to lose track of people's professional careers once they go into college. Or it's like, oh, like I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. But uh, sometimes I wonder, like, I wonder what other people's kind of initial professional journey was like. Like, was it as crazy as mine or did they suffer a lot or struggle a lot? And I'm sure like I feel like, oh, like I must be the only one. But I know for a fact, like in my mind, like people must be going through a lot of crap, maybe not to the the style of of my situation, but I know that everyone has their story. And so I don't know, I hope this can encourage you to remember like, hey, like, if you have gone through something as crazy, like, damn, like, let's talk about it, you know, like, hit me up, like, I love sharing stories. And there's something that's also really nice about just being able to vent about the crap that we went through, and just recognizing how we've come out on the other side. And we can kind of celebrate the people that we are now, but just recognizing that even in your professional careers, like there is failures and there is setbacks and there is difficulties, but it happens for a reason and there's there's value out of those things. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. Just if you have a story that you'd like to share, please, like, you know, don't be afraid to hit me up. And um, if you're you know about to start your, your professional career or if you're almost there, like if you're graduating college or almost coming out. Um, or maybe you're further along, I want to just provide some wisdom, like whatever it is, I hope this can just be a little insight into either your future or your past or an opportunity just to share or whatever it might be. But yeah, uh, I think with that, I'm going to end here, I actually have to go pick up some food for the fam. Um, and this is going to be a little bit shorter than 30 minutes. But once again, that's fine. I uh, appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, thanks again for dropping by. Always lovely to have you around. Whatever you're doing, hope you're doing it safely. Hope you're healthy. Hope you're happy. Uh, next episode, I was gonna do it on like living, like what living with my brother and his family is like, and being an uncle, things like that. But I also just came back from a really dope therapy session today, and it was a really, 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 really great conversation. And I really want to talk about that as well. But I don't know. We'll see. So. Uh, stick around. Hope to see you again soon and take care. Have a great one.